Welcome back to the Home Inspector Training Series. I am Garth Haslam, the home medic. We've uh, talked in an earlier segment about safety and insulation in crawl spaces. This time around, I want to cover a couple of other segments, uh, inspection points that you're going to want to make sure that you get right. One of those is ventilation. Now, you should, uh, you probably already know that an attic space, for example, needs to be vented or that air is going to be very hot in the summertime and it's going to, you know, bake the shingles, it's going to bake the attic and it's going to bake everything else. It's going to bake the house, make the home a lot less uh, comfortable and more expensive to live in. The crawl space is very similar in its, in its form and function to an attic. Uh, it also needs to be properly vented. The thing that makes a crawl space a little bit more difficult is while an attic is really only accessible generally to birds, uh, you can have a crawl space that's accessible to a lot of other things. Uh, it's a much more direct pathway into a crawl space for snakes and mice and raccoons and rats and you name it. So we do need to have the ventilation there, but the, the vents need to be properly screened so that we don't get critters in there. Um, and, and a poorly screened vent can also be accessible to wasps. And uh, last thing anybody needs, either the home inspector or the home owner, is to run into an uh, unhappy hive of wasps as you're crawling around and trying to do things down there. So you want to make sure that there's a set of vents. And uh, I'm not going into the, uh, the calculation for the number of square inches or placement because that can vary depending on your geography. So you're going to, want, you're going to need to do that research yourself. You can go to a place like notchi.org and, uh, and get that information. So the, quite often I will see, for example, where a crawl space has some, uh, some problems going, maybe with water, maybe we had the sprinklers spraying the house, um, maybe we had uh, snow draining into a particular corner. And so that can be a problem because trapped water is going to result in rot mold, termites, etc. Um, but I have seen homes where that sort of problem becomes much less of a problem with proper ventilation because as that, uh, as that water that should not be there but is, as that water ends up uh, trying to cause havoc, it gets um, basically invited out via a good ventilation system. So uh, that is important. That's one of the uh, key items that you're going to want to look for inside a crawl space is to make sure that you have attic vents or adequate vents and that they are adequately open yet uh, screened at the same time. Uh, those, those, are, those are important. And um, your client will often see the, the vents on the exterior there in the foundation. You want to make sure that you can answer their question, what are those, and have that, that, that answer ready to go and explain why that vent is there and why it's important and what they need to do about that. Again, it's, it's there to keep the moisture down, and what they need to do about that is make sure that it remains unblocked and capable of doing its job, which is, um, you know, to to keep the critters out and the, the air circulating. 
So, speaking of, uh, of humidity issues, I also wanted to talk about water and mold. Now, there's a number of ways that you can get water entry into the house. I have seen, for example, in, um, in a trailer house that I did once where all of the water from the, the washer and dryer was just uh, dropped. It wasn't dropped into the sewer line. It was just dropped straight down into the soil beneath that space. And so as a result, you had a ton of water going on down there. And that was all, you know, it wasn't all draining straight down in the soil. It was just sitting there ponding water. It was creating spider and bug problems and critter problems uh, like like mice, etc. And it was also causing mold problems. So as you're as you're looking around down in that crawl space, if you see moisture in a particular area, you're going to want to make sure that you know what's going on there and eliminate and you know, well, and help the buyer know what they need to do to eliminate that and make sure that they are clear that this is a deficiency, make sure it's on the report. So there, there are a number of ways, like I say, for water and uh, mold to get in. If drains is one of them, there are other ways that you can get water in there. One would be from the foundation. And that can happen when you've got maybe a, a drainage slope on the exterior of the home that forces water towards your foundation. Uh, you've got a crawl space there and water is going to pond near your foundation it's going to flow through the cracks or it's going to flow underneath the foundation and find its way into the crawl space where you get uh, all those same rot mold termites issues that we've talked about. So what I tell people is that foundations are made of concrete and concrete is guaranteed to crack. So it's not really about trying to, to, to make a cracked foundation waterproof that is never going to happen. You can try and seal some of the worst cracks, but there will be another hundred cracks that are less accessible, less visible. And the bottom line is that if one side of the foundation is wet, the other side will also be wet. And um, so sealing doesn't work. If you want to keep the foundation dry, you need to make sure, and you need to make sure that the homeowners know this, that they need to have a positive drainage slope that forces surface water away from the home. That's item number one. Two is you want to make sure that you have, if, you, if you're living in an area that has sprinkler systems, you want to make sure that those sprinklers spray away from the home, never spray the house, and certainly don't spray into window wells. Three would be roof drainage. You want to make sure that water is also forced well away from the house before it's allowed to drain into the soil. That way you're not getting it to, to backflow uh, towards the structure and then under the, the foundation and footing into the crawl space where it causes havoc again. So uh, that's, that's foundation issues. Now, I'd mentioned earlier that you can see when um, there is a, a water intrusion history into a crawl space because when and where that happens, you're going to have, where you've got the moisture, you're going to have bugs and then you're going to have spiders and then you're going to have spider webs. So if you see a particular side of the home that has spider webs, you know that you've got, uh, you've got water sources, a water source over there and that can guide you in your inspection as to determining what the root cause of that problem is so that you can help the sellers address that. 
Now, I have also seen where water actually comes up from beneath, groundwater, uh, in areas where sometimes you have homes with crawl spaces because basements are not allowed because the groundwater is so high. I saw one property not too far away from where I live where you could have kept fish down in the crawl space. It was four inches deep pretty much all the way across the entire crawl space and uh, deeper in areas. So if you've got that sort of thing, obviously uh, that's going to be something you're going to want to write up. That can be addressed, um, but it's going to take you know, some construction to do that. You can do a sub, not a sub slab, that's, that's right on. You can do a, um, a drain system with a sump pump on that and, uh, and get that water away from the structure. And if you have more questions on that, you might want to just call me because that is a, uh, that is a designed system all by itself that, uh, can't really cover here in a couple of minutes. So, um, Condensation is another way you can get water inside a crawl space. Now, my best example of that is I did an inspection on a mountain cabin, and it it was in a very beautiful area. This it, it did have a crawl space, and but similar to every other uh, mountain type environment. In the morning, you would have a lot of condensation that would that, that builds up basically everywhere. Um, you've probably seen it if you go up in the mountains. And in the morning, you're going to have condensation on the weeds, etc. And if you go walking through the weeds, you're going to get your pants wet. Well, that's great. But inside a crawl space, when you have that sort of thing going on, um, and this and this, you can get you can you can get water issues. In this particular case, you've got this cabin where the north side. Um, that condensation never really burned off. So you've got 24-7 moisture on the north side. Now, this particular crawl space was inadequately vented. Um, It was vented enough so that the middle and the south side of the crawl space uh, cleared out during the day so that, that water could not build up and cause mold issues. But on the north side, we had a different set of conditions. So it just stayed moist, like I say, 24-7, and then the mold certainly found that. You had a huge mold colony going across the entire north wall of this crawl space, and um, that turned into a huge issue for the buyer. Uh, It can be inexpensively addressed by, uh, by taking steps to reduce the condensation and improve the ventilation, but that's the conversation that I had to have with the homeowner as to how to deal with with the massive mold issues that he had going on that north wall of his crawl space. All right. Um, future additional segments, I want to talk about critters and career enders, and we talked about what the webs mean, and I want to talk about structural components too. So I'm going to wrap this segment up. If you have more questions, homemedicusa.com, notchi.org. And uh, as always, make me proud, serve your people well, take care of them, and then you'll spend more time earning money and less time trying to explain and beg people to hire you.